Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Folds, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Monday, March 28th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 25th of Adar, 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. I am recording today's show from Budapest, Hungary, where I am staying and on business for the next few days. I'll be hosting a medical conference here. The city is beautiful, and we had a nice warm day today here in Budapest. I heard a lot of Hebrew in the streets, by the way. There are a lot of Hebrew or speaking tourists here from Israel, so that's amusing to me. Now, let's get to the news. Just less than a week after a deadly terror attack in the city of Beersheba, which killed four people, another terror attack has alarmed Israelis again. Gunfire rang out Sunday night in the city of Hadera, where two gunmen killed two police officers and wounded a number of others. Security camera footage shows the two men shooting at people passing by on the street and directly at two officers who were standing in a bus stop near restaurants. They died. The two gunmen were eventually killed by two undercover police officers who were eating at a nearby restaurant. When one of the officers fell dead to the floor, the shooter picked up his gun and snatched it and took it for himself. Reports say the attack was committed by supporters of the Islamic State, also known as ISIS. Magen Davida Dome Emergency Services say they treated two men in their 20s who were in serious condition, as well as a 20-year-old man and a 45-year-old woman who were moderately injured All were taken to Hillel Yafi Ariel Medical Center in the city. The hospital says a fifth person was being treated, while seven others are getting treatment for severe anxiety attacks. Police later arrested five men in connection to the rampage, one of them being the brother of one of the suspects who were shot dead by police. Three of the arrested suspects were residents of the northern Arab town of Umm Umm Al-Fam, which was also home to the two suspects who were shot by the police. They were wearing ISIS-inspired clothes while they made their rampage. The victims were later identified as border police officers Yezen Kala and Shirel Abu Karat, who were both 19 years old. Today, funerals were held for the two young officers, which were attended by thousands of people, including Israeli officials. Fala comes from the Druze village of Kisra Sume in the Galilee and was buried at the military cemetery there. The young man's uncle says the news darkened the family's lives and shook the ground from beneath their feet. The other fallen officer's mother screamed out at the funeral, saying she wanted her daughter back and wished that she could have kept her out of harm's way. This story was sickening and very difficult to write without feeling some tears coming on. The foreign ministers of Bahrain, Egypt, and the United Arab Emirates landed in Israel on Sunday for a summit hosted by Israeli Foreign Minister Yair Lapid, along with other diplomats from Morocco and the United States. During the meeting called the Negev Summit, 
Diplomats are discussing a number of pressing regional issues with the Iran nuclear deal being at the top of the chart. Israeli ambassador to Egypt Amira Oran called the summit historic and stated that ties between Israel and Egypt have recorded a significant development over the past two years. Delegations say they're discussing strategic and economic cooperation, as well as energy and resources. The main meeting featured the foreign ministers, and it started at 10 a.m. local time in Israel this morning. Israeli Prime Minister Naftali Bennett has tested positive for COVID. According to a statement from his spokesperson, he is feeling well and is continuing to work from home. This comes hours after Bennett and U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken held a press conference together. Bennett's positive test comes not long after former prime minister and opposition leader Benjamin Netanyahu also contracted the virus earlier this month. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to consider sending over a monthly contribution. At anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News slash support, the financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, and it helps us continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. A big thank you goes out to Mary Ann Vollinger, who is our latest paid subscriber to the Israel Daily News podcast. We had another one this week. Thank you, Marianne. I also received your wonderful voice note that you left on the Anchor platform for me. I love that you said, go girl, at the end of your voice note. I really felt it. I do need to get in touch with you, however, so that I can send you a thank you note to your home address. So if you could send me an email at shannafold at gmail.com. That's S-H-A-N-N-A-F-U-L-D at gmail.com. I will get your address and send you a note straight from me, handwritten. Thank you so much. I cannot stress enough how much I appreciate all of the support. I also heard that you say that you're always sharing my work with your colleagues and friends. It means the world to me. It really keeps me going. It really encourages me and energizes me. I also wrote about you, Marianne, in my weekly newsletter that went out last night. A thousand young Israelis participated in a global environmental protest on Friday in Tel Aviv. I saw them myself on the Tel Aviv boardwalk. The protest was coordinated by the Fridays for the Future organization and called for Israel to pass laws that would cut greenhouse gases. Protester Hadash Shlomi from Afula says, We've gathered here because the future generation deserves safety, and the Israeli government isn't bothering to create change. This is the last chance, and a climate change law is essential to stop this crisis. In Israel, the Comptroller's general report from October shows Israel is failing at preparing for the worsening of climate change and that citizens are in danger. Global experts suggest cutting the use of fossil fuels and switching to renewable energy as soon as possible. Israeli ministers engage in a heated debate following the approval of five new towns in the Negev desert at Sunday's cabinet meeting. The establishment of new desert towns comes highly recommended by Interior Minister Ayelet Shaked. The plan will create five new towns in the Negev called Mevaot Arad, and one of them will be specifically designated for the Negev's Bedouin population. While many ministers are in support of this plan, some left-wing ministers strongly oppose it. 
During the cabinet meeting, a screaming match broke out between Merritt's Environmental Protection Minister Tamar Zandberg and Justice Minister Gideon Saar. Zandberg wrote in a Twitter statement that the new towns will be costly, especially in the midst of a housing crisis and high costs of living. Zandberg also said that building these towns will, quote, harm open spaces and natural systems in the Negev, end quote. Shaket, on the other hand, said in an interview, settling in the Negev is of enormous importance to the Zionist movement. One of my interns sent me this next story as I was literally waiting in line at the airport today. The Times of Israel has a write-up about a surge of travelers leaving Israel as restrictions have been lightened up here and also abroad outside of Israel. They report 50,000 people passed through Israel's main terminal on Sunday, which is the highest number of people since early 2020 when the COVID pandemic began. Experts predict the number is only going to rise as people travel for Passover. COVID-19 has left the airport with few resources, including a lack of staff members. 1,200 of them were put on hold or unpaid leave during COVID, and they found other jobs and told the airport they are not coming back to work. They found other work, and it's been a long time. This lack of staff is causing major delays with the article saying people have been waiting up to five hours to get through security and many missed their flights. I myself was getting worked up on the line today. I came three hours in advance for my flight and I had very little waiting time at the gate before boarding, meaning that it was just tight, tight, tight from the minute that I got in to the minute that I got out. I certainly was sweating it out until I got on that plane. If you are flying in the coming weeks, Give yourself four hours at the airport just to play it safe. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Monday, March 28th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 12 degrees Celsius and a high of 21 degrees. That's 53 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 70 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my life. And I always, of course, mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. Here's one for you. Our Instagram page is back. The Israel Daily News podcast Instagram page was taken down by Instagram without a true explanation. And finally, after four months of fighting and with the help of one of our listeners, Rena Shapiro, we got the page back. If you are not following us, please celebrate us by following us online at inst- on Instagram at israeldaily.news. Thank you so much. Big shout out to Michelle Milner for her social media work and a thanks to Perry Schwartz and Arit Skolnick for today's stories. I'll send you off today with a song called Money by Leon Gold and Erica Crawl. Enjoy the song. Have a great and productive day and an excellent week.